I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me today is the owner of Del Art Cinema, Bob Weir, and Lauren McMahon from the Delaware Art Museum. We're here to talk about a really exciting collaboration between Del Art Cinema and the Delaware Art Museum. Welcome, Bob. Thank you, welcome. Pleasure and to welcome be here. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you. So the Del Art Cinema streaming right now, but it has a history that goes back to this past summer. Uh, let's go back to the beginning, talk a little bit about how this was conceived, bringing Del Art Cinema together with Delaware Art Museum. Uh, Lauren, why don't we start with you? I, I, I don't know who started the idea or who approached whom, but- Well, I, I was not there for the initial spark, um, right. but my understanding is that Heather Morrissey, who's our director of operations at the museum, was giving Bob a tour to talk about upgrading our, um, a lot of our AV equipment and things like that. And Bob walked into the auditorium and a light bulb went off. Is that about right, Bob? That's absolutely right. I mean, I've done a lot of work with production at the art museum and I've always known that the theater was there, but I've never been in it. And it wasn't until I walked in there that I realized that this, this facility could definitely be utilized as a place to show films. It really, then, it really is a perfect uh, space for that. It, it's intimate, but uh, visibility is great. You've got this, the, uh, the, the uh, platform there for projecting. Um, so Bob, you, you were in there doing some other technical work and consulting, is that, was that it? Yes, uh, part of what else I do is, is AV and production sound and lighting and the museum wanted to upgrade, see what they could do about upgrading some of their uh, equipment. And when, after I was finished walking through the theater, I was well, on my way out talking with Heather and looked at her and I said, I've got to throw something at you. How would you feel if I brought a movie series, an art film movie series to the museum? What would be your thoughts on that? And I said, you don't have to answer now. Just give me a call if you're interested. And I think she literally called me the very next day. Interesting. So was, was this after COVID struck or was this pre-COVID? It, it was slightly pre-COVID. <laughs> I mean, it was just a couple weeks before COVID. Yeah, I think so the then, ink So then dry. you immediately had to shift gears. I'm sorry, Lauren. No, I apologize. I said, I think the ink was just dry on the contract when we had to yeah. shut down. <laughs> so so how, how did you go about shifting gears? Because I think it's a really uh, fascinating story of adapting. Well, we had lots of meetings uh, trying to figure out what we could do. And of course, the, the infamous roller coaster ride that we've all been on as far as this pandemic is concerned. Um, we were trying to figure out a way to um, get, you know, keep the word out of the art museum and try and figure out a way what we could do about films. And then we came up with the idea. We we're walking through the park. Let's, let's, let's go look at the parking lot. Let's see if we can do a drive in. And we figured out how many cars we could hold. And then we just put together a quick series of, you know, just classic films. And one thing led to another. And we got a drive-in off the ground at the art museum. So those uh, films took place this past summer and into the fall, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And now you've migrated in a different direction because of the weather. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Del Art Cinema streaming. 
Okay. Um, I'm friends with the uh, with the owner of the Rehoboth Art Film Society mm-hmm. in Rehoboth, Sue. Sue Orley. Yep. Yes, I was looking at her website and noticed that there was a tremendous amount of films on her calendar. And then um, the I was trying to figure out what they were doing. And then I just went ahead and just clicked on one. It was one I wanted to see and realized that you, we could stream this. So I started, you know, doing the homework to try and figure out how that we could put together a film program streaming online. Took a little while and a lot of trial and error, but we, we found the right company to be able to partner with uh, for being able to stream online. Now we know the Delaware Art Museum goes back to the early 1900s. I mean, it's a, it's a landmark institution in Northern Delaware. What's the early history of Del Art Cinema? When, when did you form this? Well, this formed uh, shortly after I left Theater N. And that's when I had the conversation with Heather to be able to move or not move, but have the film program at the theater itself in their auditorium. And that's how pretty much how that got started. Now, Lauren, this, this is an interesting uh, partnership between the Art Museum and Del Art Cinema. I know the Art Museum has been committed in recent years to a broader array of programming. Is this part of that consideration? Uh, I'm not sure initially that it was, but we've been talking a lot lately, Bob and his team and myself about expanding and becoming more diverse with our offerings. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. how, does, uh, how does this work with Delaware Art Museum membership? I believe this is one of the perks of a certain level of membership, is that right? There's, there's an upgrade to a membership. You can okay. join as a basic member and for an additional, I believe it's $20, you um, become a member of Del Art Cinema with uh, a, a lot of perks, $2 off of in-house screenings, $2 off of drive-ins, in-house screenings when we can start them again, uh, $2 off of lawn films, free popcorn refills, and then there's a frequent film-goer program where every 10th film is free, advance notice and discounts for special screenings, invitations to member-only events and screenings, and I think there's either a mask or a tote bag involved. Right. So, so the ultimate goal in a post-COVID world is to have a, what did you say, 110 seat? Or no, it's larger than that. It's 169. 169 seat theater, uh, film theater, to show uh, uh, films. Uh, Bob, talk a little bit about the range of films that you've shown thus far, uh, the types and how you select them, where you uh, secure them from. Uh, you talking about as far as the drive-in was concerned last yeah, season? And now with the streaming. Oh, okay. Um, well, we're a little, like, as I mentioned earlier, we're a little at the uh, mercy of what the distributors are allowing us to get. Uh, one of the, you know, issues that we run into is if it's from one of the streaming companies, well-established streaming companies, if they're the producers, they actually want to just keep it in their domain so they can boost, uh, you know subscriptions mm-hmm. so they're not readily available to us um we're trying to convince them that by having giving other people who don't you know subscribe to their organization 
the ability to see the film if they choose not to, but they're not, they're not going for that. They're not very happy with that. But as far as the, the, the selections, um, ones, you know, uh, one of the things that the organization, a lot of these organizations will do is, especially the ones, we have a lot of um, films that are up for awards and those, uh, those films, they're not having a problem with having people screen because they want as many people to see them as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, are there any particular titles that we would be familiar with? Uh, I'm actually looking at the website now, which is dellartcinema.com. Um, Good, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was dellartcinema.com. Um, it's, there's, uh, my best guess would be just to go ahead and take a look and see if there's anything that uh, would interest anybody. That's, uh, that's great. Now, I, I'm curious about the, uh, without getting too technical, uh, the films that you stream, do they remain with the distributors and you, there's simply a link that goes to their servers or do you actually get some kind of a file that you put on your servers that people access? I'm curious, how does that work? Well, when you select a film on the website, it'll take you to a third party uh, uh, organization, which is who we partnered with to and their, their servers actually have the films on them. And they're under contract by the distributors to say, um, have a film that starts on Friday and keep it for two weeks. And then after that two weeks, it comes down. And we follow how long each film is gonna be up for having the ability to stream. And then when it's done, we take it down. And anybody, when you pick a film uh, after you, um, pick it and pay for it, you'll have up to 72 hours to watch it. So if it's a situation where you watch a third of it and you get called away, you can come back the next day and finish it. Can you actually go back and watch it again for in that, that 72 hour period? Yes. Okay. So basically you have access to the film for a full 72 hours, which is great. I mean, if like you say, is for a two hour film, maybe it's hard to commit two hours at any one time and it gives you that luxury. And like you say, you can take a break, run up and get something out of the fridge and go uh, make some popcorn. Yeah, make some popcorn and <laughs> uh, come back and watch it. Now, uh, before we continue, I just want to remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Joining me today are Bob Weir, the owner of Del Art Cinema and Lauren McMahon from the Delaware Art Museum. We're talking about the partnership between the two uh, featuring Dell Art Cinema streaming and coming this spring and summer, uh, some more drive-in movies and ultimately moving into the, is it the DuPont Auditorium at the, in the lower level of the, the Delaware Art Museum. A lovely space for, uh, for meetings, for small presentations and certainly for, for film. Um, Bob, are there any particular types of films that you look for uh, to, or do you look for a range? And what, what are some sort of the criteria that you use to select the films? Well, for the, for the drive-in, we like to look for classic family films and um, just, you know, the, the, a lot of the known classics themselves and put together a schedule where, and we're only showing where the typical drive-in used to show two films 
and the concept would be that the first film would be family oriented for the kids and then the kids would eventually fall asleep and then the second film would be for the adults um we ju we're just trying to go uh, across the board with family friendly and fun films in, including in the classics so what what do you envision the schedule looking like this summer? Is it going to be a once a week or every few weeks or? Uh, we're putting the schedule together now. We feel that every Friday night will, is when we'll be doing the films uh, and starting in mid-April. So we'll have a very aggressive uh, schedule for mid-April until the end of October. And for the streaming video, the streaming films, do they become available as you're able to access them or is there a particular rotation schedule? It's as, yeah, it's all depends on the, the film distributors and when they want to release them. Okay. Obviously so, there, there's a lot of films uh, in the closet right now, just waiting for public release because they will obviously want the theaters back open again. So you're working with a number of distributors. You're not relying on just one. No, I, I'm all the way across the board. Xeon, uh, or excuse me, Neon, A24, a lot of them. Okay. And are you conferring with Sue Early down at Rehoboth Beach Film Society on a regular basis? or Because I know she has a third, she researches thoroughly films from all over the world. Well, I've been uh, fortunate enough to be able to get her or hire her film booker. Great. Okay. The online or the in in-house films, um, but the actual person who's doing our programming for the um, for the live stream is Bev Zimmerman. All right. Who was partnered with, Who was partnered with me uh, during the theater end days, and we got together, and I asked her if she was interested in wanting to film, book the films for the streaming, and then we'll work our way into uh, uh, the in, in, inside theater. So this, this is a great opportunity for you uh, on behalf of Del Art Cinema to have a, a venue to be presenting this films, uh, but any partnership involves uh, mutual benefit. Lauren, uh, talk a little bit about how this film series is uh, helping Delaware Art Museum, what, what, uh, what benefits does it provide to you? Oh, it provides um, exposure. It gets more people to the museum who have not been to the museum before. We're looking at, actually, Bob and I talked earlier today about a film, I believe from 2011 or so, that's being re-released called Effie Gray. Actually, I'm sorry? 2014. 2014, that actually has a tie into our um, pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood mm -hmm. collection. Yeah, so tie-ins like that, we'll you know we'll look out for. But um, you know, getting more people to the museum and aware of what we're doing is a big goal. So, are you are you finding new uh, audiences coming in, uh, new individuals that might not have been familiar with the art museum in the past? We definitely did through the drive-in series. I, I couldn't say about the streaming at this point. I haven't seen Bob's list, but we'll compare notes there. Okay. And Bob, do you, do you track who's coming in? Are you able to see 
how many unique uh, viewers there are and that sort of thing? Um, yes, as a matter of fact, uh, the interesting thing is since we started this and it's only been a couple of weeks, um, I've talked with Lauren about not really pushing the streaming stuff until we've had a chance for pe for uh, patrons to come in, beat up the website and make sure there aren't any issues and kind of a beta test type thing. Okay. Um, and so far, so good. We've had one, um, one glitch that was straightened out rather relatively quickly. Um, but you know, now we're, we're talking about the social media aspect of getting the word out there as well as, you know, promotion and, and all that. And again, for our listeners, the website is dellartcinema.com. Correct, Bob? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, talk a little bit about, you, you mentioned promotion. Talk a little bit about that. How are Dell Art Cinema and Dell Art Museum uh, co-promoting this initiative? Well, I, I have the website as well as a social media address on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are, and then I will submit my information to the museum and then Lauren can take it from there. The museum is putting out regular emails about programming, what's available. Um, a lot of social media content I believe we're featuring Dell Art Cinema in our spring uh, magazine as well. Okay. Okay. So we'll continue to do that throughout the year. So this this uh, is some exciting programming uh, going on now. The the live the streaming, but also the upcoming uh, drive-in movies. Lauren, talk a little bit about uh, what else is going on at the art museum uh, at, at the same time. But uh, any plans for the spring or summer programming? Well, we've got our happy hours starting again. I don't know if you're familiar with those. Uh, out Thursday on the patio evening. there, yeah. Yeah, out on the terrace and spreading out onto the into the sculpture garden mm -hmm. with live music and food vendors, a cash bar. Those We've done those for, this will be our fifth year, but last year with coronavirus, we were so successful in attracting large numbers of people because people yeah. were looking for a safe place to socialize and social distance. So those start up again in May, we'll go through September. Um, and a lot of our other programming is virtual. You know, the artist Tasty that we would do the first Friday or the second Friday of every month is now virtual. Everybody's, everybody's itching to get mm -hmm. people back, back in the spaces. Mm -hmm. Now is, is the museum open at all for the museum the is open. And if so, how, how are you coordinating that with COVID precautions in place? The museum is open. Um, we're not getting that many visitors. It doesn't really pose a problem as far as coordinating. Okay. Um, we're working on some virtual tours with, with larger groups. <clears throat> uh, there's also, we're taking advantage of this time to do a reinstallation of okay. a lot of the galleries. So hopefully once everybody's back we'll have a little bit of a new look not unlike many of the theaters that are replacing stage floors or rehanging lights or curtains or exactly <laughs> taking advantage of the the dark time yeah so well I, I, this is uh i just think this is a really ex exciting project uh, now now uh bob uh what's your vision for 
um, moving ahead once you are able to get back into the theater space itself, the DuPont Auditorium. Are you envisioning a, a regular schedule of films with uh, sort of ro rotating seasonally or how, how would that work? Uh, well, the schedule uh, is again, once we get inside Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with matinees, um, we still, we're still going to proceed with the drive-in and the lawn movies as well. Um, because I feel that I think that there's a new norm that is, mm -hmm. has been generated because of this. And from what I've seen from the reactions that I've seen with all the people that have come to the drive-in, they've really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. So I think that we're just going to continue. What we'd like to do is when we get a film that we view inside um, after we show it that particular weekend, if the distributors will allow us to stream it and we're going to keep the streaming site up for some of the uh, features we won't be probably won't be able to get. Um, or if they missed it, they can still see it uh, in the comfort of their home, mm -hmm. especially for people that still don't feel safe coming out. Right. And I, I think that really reflects a, point that I made in a, a recent op-ed piece in the Delaware Business Times that my sense is that no arts organization is going to come out of COVID on the other end and return to doing things only the way they did them in the past. That so many new innovative ways of presenting the arts have evolved over the last year that I, I really envision hybrids uh, in, the, in the future, both virtual and, and live programming. Well, I want to thank both of you for joining us today. Bob, we're the owner of Del Art Cinema and Lauren McMahon from the Delaware Art Museum. We've been talking about Del Art Cinema and Del Art Cinema Streaming, uh, a partnership between the two organizations. You can find out more about Del Art Cinema at del delartcinema.com. Thanks so much for joining us today.